Hey everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Twin Peaks Season 2, Episode 14, it's called Double Play, full spoilers for the episode, as always. You know, I, I'm not going to lie, the the opening couple of scenes of this episode were really promising. I'd, yeah, and I was kind of waiting to get back to it the whole episode and it's just like, eh, okay, we're never really getting to it. it, it yeah, well, I had a good scene again at the end. And yeah, was, yeah, but it, it never really delivers on the opening. Of course, there was a couple of decent things in there. Uh, I mean, I think I definitely think it was stronger than the last episode. We seem to be in like a pattern here of, uh, oh, kind of not bad, and oh, really shit. Kind of not bad, oh, really shit. Like, that seems to yeah. be the pattern right now. Uh, that's been the kind of not bad uh, at that, that end of the yes. spectrum. Because we open with... Uh, the aftermath of the you know the body that was found in the sheriff's office and it is indeed dead because we speculated oh maybe it's not dead maybe he's just knocked out but no he's, he's definitely dead he's dead uh, he's, he's dead as can be uh, and like Cooper like predicts the exact wound that he's going to have because of history and so on and so forth but Cooper opens up to uh, Harry and like actually explains some of this backstory and explains that he and Wyndham were tasked with protecting Wyndham's wife who witnessed a crime yes and Cooper fell in love with Wyndham's obviously the way they told this he actually left the, it was his wife till the end that was like the twist at the end of the story but he, he fell for Wyndham's wife and then Wyndham at least as far as Cooper is assuming or predicting and it seems like a reasonable guess given everything that mm. Wyndham's been up to since then but uh, that he attacked Cooper and when Cooper woke up, woke up uh, she was lying dead in his arms uh, with the same wounds that this this man in the chessboard had. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we get this sense of just how sort of dark and evil he might be, uh, which is good because it, it was building some mystery and building some... Uh... Yeah, I really like this, this, this opening. Yeah, I, I like the... Uh, I'm, li- I'm, li- I'm liking the build to the Wyndham plot. Yeah, it feels like this, this could be something real good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other thing we left off last time when the power went out was uh, Leo getting up and looking all clown-faced. And admittedly, I think the, the one complaint you could give towards this Leo Shelley scene is that it's probably a little bit outside of the the realm of the show. Like, I feel like it goes for like more traditional horror movie stuff. Oh, it absolutely does. Yeah, whereas I wouldn't normally expect that from the show. But that said, I enjoyed it for what it was. Because it yeah. was like good, creepy, like, oh, can I run to the door and make it in time? Uh, and I'm like, Shelley, get your keys. Stop stop just banging at the door, screaming, because you can't open it. You, it's your house. Get yeah, the goddamn exactly. keys. Uh, yeah, you, you know where they are. You probably put them there. But they kept Unless doing, Leo took them, I guess. Yeah, but they kept doing that thing where the, the lights like would go out and on again, and then Leo would be gone. And you know, it was, it was Batman in and out of rooms. Yeah, and he had an axe. So that's pretty cool. He had an axe, and Bobby ran in, had to... Had to try and fight him off and Shelley stabbed him but he went wandering out into the night and we seen that an owl was sort of watching the, watching the chaos and so and that leads to of course to the end because the reason why I'm putting these back to back is because at the end of the episode they, they, they kind of combine because yes. Leo's stumbling through the forest because even though he's woken up and he has some like he knows his name's Leo and he's like mad at Shelley he doesn't seem all there either it seems like he's still kind of yeah confused. it's like he knows Shelley's his wife but He's kind of all over it. He's, he's just a bit out of it still. Yeah, he's wandering through the woods and he stumbles upon a cabin and he he goes inside. And I just kind of assumed this was going to be Wyndham. 
Oh, well, it was the only thing that made sense. As, as soon as it went in, I was like, okay. Yeah. Is, unless it was someone else who we recognised. Like, if we'd seen someone's face, it'd be okay, right. So it's, but the, the way it was kind of like building up to him, I'm like, okay, this has to be Wyndham. And then you see the chessboard and it's like, okay, right. Yeah. And then just in case you don't get it, they, they beat it over the head with, my name's Wyndham, Wyndham Earl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really didn't think they needed that end part. I was, I, well, I was like... I'm cool with him saying his name's Wyndham because he asks Leo what his name is. It's kind of yeah. even, but it's when he repeats his name, but it gives us a full name. I'm like, why does he need your last name right now? Yeah, Leo didn't give his, and more importantly, we don't need to know because we, we get it. We know who you are. Yeah. It'd be kind of weird if there was another character named Wyndham. Yeah, it's not exactly that common a name, is it? Mm. Then again, we have had two Bobs and two Makes, so... <laughs> yeah, but they're much more common names. That is true, but just you know, in terms of like general writing rules, you you wouldn't have yeah. two characters of the same name unless you're making a point of like, oh look, these two characters yeah. have the same name, uh, which is obviously was what they were doing with making Bob, but still. Uh, but now the actual build, he seems creepy. Like I'm, I'm liking his whole. He looks very smart. He doesn't, you know, because you, you almost like given what you've heard about him, you, you'd almost expect a deranged individual. Yeah, because we we've been totally broken out this year. Mental asylum, and it's like, okay, what's he gonna look like? Is he is he going all crazy? But no, he looks kind of respectable. And to be fair, Cooper did speculate that he is faking his uh, illness. His illness to get to yes. get go into an institute rather than just. Yeah, go down the usual path of facing these crimes or whatever. But uh, yeah, so now I'm intrigued by this. Obviously, what, what I'm really curious about, and don't anyone tell us, but like, will this be something that gets wrapped up before the finale, and then the finale is kind of not standalone, but like since Lynch is coming back, and it's like, is Lynch really wrapping up the ongoing plots that are like on right before it, or is that going to be more back to what the show you th- was about? You think like like. The, the final episode will more be more of a goodbye rather than wrapping up the plots. Kind of. I think it'll be more of a coda to the actual main plot of the show rather than... Right, yeah. Ra- rather than the, con- like the conclusion to this Wyndham Earl stuff. Mm. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, this is a guess on my part. I, I really don't know. It could be a bit of both. But this is a bad guess. Uh, so... That's where we are with that. I guess the only interesting thing in terms of mystery is we just a little bit more of Weight Lodge. Not a lot. <laughs> Major really Briggs, not a lot. We got like one line. Major Briggs faints, but the, the one thing we do learn from him when he comes by to see Cooper and the sheriff, and uh, we should mention that Cooper's deputized. That happened last episode. I think we forgot to actually mention it, but it, it kind of seems so irrelevant and thrown in, even though that should be a big deal. The scene where he gave him the badge was a nice little moment because they, they have sort of built up this friendship. But honestly, it really just feels like, oh, we want Cooper to still be investigating things. Oh, here's a quick solution. Here, have a badge. Yeah, it, it really feels like it should be this big thing of he's been fully accepted by the town. He is one of them. Mm. But it still doesn't really feel like that. It, like you say, it just feels like, a, oh, well, got to have an excuse to him stick around. Yeah. Also, I mean, it feels like, because te- technically that makes him the same rank as like Hawk and Andy, right? Yes. So he still gets to come in in his own clothes, which is the badge on at the sheriff, <laughs> and poor Hawk has to still dress up. And maybe, maybe maybe the the uniforms on on order. <laughs> sure. Uh, I don't I don't imagine they just keep them lying around that much. You know, they they requisition them in when they need them. Sure. Hawk could lend. I mean, a bit, a bit baggy on Cooper, maybe, but he could lend them. He's got a spare. It's not like they just have one. Well, no, but because they have to wear it every day, so you have at least a few to cycle through. You'd assume so. Yeah. Just just for hygiene reasons, I would hope so. Nah. I've got a shirt for every day of the week, and I'm wearing that. Anyway, um, that's a good joke. I like that joke. Sure. 
<laughs> yeah, so so he just mentions that he doesn't believe that his superiors in the Air Force, maybe their intentions and what they want to get to the White Lodge for, are necessarily noble. Yeah. And that was pretty much it. Yeah, pretty much. He said he's going off grid. He's going to well. He said the exact phrase is he's going into the shadows. But I'm taking that to mean off grid. Yeah, basically, hey, when the plot needs me, I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. All right, this is where things get get a bit wonky because that stuff all felt like it was quite focused, and that's why I was kind of like liking the start of the episode because it felt like it was focusing on a few key things because it. It went from the opening with, you know, the crime scene, or oh, you won't find any fibers or fingerprints because he's too good. And then it went to the Leo stuff, then it went back to Cooper telling the, the sheriff about stuff. Yeah. And it felt like, oh, we're focused, we're only focused on maybe two or three plots in this episode. Uh, but that changed after that. It went, we started getting like one scene of various things here or there. Yes. And uh, so, I guess, f- first thing, uh, let's, let's deal with the James and Evelyn and I oh, guess Donna. Yeah, let's get it out of the way. It's, it's the worst one, isn't it? Yeah. They're not cannibals. <laughs> They're not cannibals, that's just, correct. Just, just, I'm really disappointed. No, uh, it seems like Evelyn and her, her not-brother wanted to frame James for the murder. As we guessed, we guessed it was going to be framing him for murder. Uh, specifically, she tampered with, or maybe the brother, the fake brother, tampered with the car. So that it would look like the mechanic did it, therefore James is the one who would be held yeah. responsible. But for some reason, and I don't buy this at all, uh, Evelyn has actually fallen for James, even though it was supposed to be fake, and lets him go at the last minute and says, no, it was my brother's idea, he wants to frame you. Go, go. Yeah, I don't get it. Fame Donna. Al- fame. Also, more importantly, the police are already there, they're going to investigate, they're going to see, hey, it's the car that was tampered with, who was the mechanic. And she hasn't exactly been quiet around, even even in the bar when, when Donna shows up. She's like, yeah, he was doing some mechanical work for me. People might have heard that. Someone could still go, oh, it's him. He's not off the hook. She could just say it was his brother. Or her brother. She, she could, I suppose. Or the fake yeah. brother. You know what I mean, like him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I suppose. She can, she can blame it on him. She can say... Yeah, whatever. Do you know what? I don't even care enough to see if she does or not. I think. Uh, I think uh, oh, we kind of just hope we never see her again. Let's be honest. That's yeah. the hope after yeah, this. It really is. Because Donna finds James when he's sneaking around, and she's like, "Let's go," and they go, and it's like, "Yes, that's good. Finally done." Right. Yeah. Let's never go back. What was the point of this? I have no idea what the point of this was. Like, I, I, I don't think it benefited anyone in the plot, any character, for I, any purpose. I think if this is the end of it, then it really has no point. But I'd rather this was the end of it, just so there's no more of it. <laughs> that that's the thing. It's like, but what can they do here to make it meaningful? I'm I, not sure there's much they can do to salvage it at this point. So you might I, as well just forget about it. Well, yeah. I mean, that, that's what I hope. I mean, yeah. But like, I, I mean, it could have meant something if like James actually had an arc through it it would maybe mean something, but he's not really had an arc. He's just, he's been seduced by this older woman and then he's like, oh, this is wrong because you're married and tries to leave and that's the whole plot. That's the whole thing. Yep. There's, Pretty there's, much. there's been no learning. There's no learning experience through it because like, he, he left town because like he felt like people around him kept dying <laughs> and he felt this weird guilt for it, this weird... And then he directly caused someone's death. That should be a big deal, I suppose, in that sense. Uh, well, he didn't cause the death. 
Okay, but he was uh, he, he was more involved with it. He he was uh, he was a pawn to stick to the chess themes that are going on. He was a yeah. pawn, but he wasn't the one that caused it. Okay, causes are old, but involved. He was in it, like you know this was actually related to him rather than just tangentially someone he knew. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't someone uh, like he knew the other people more. <laughs> like, he did. He, he was did. really close to Laura, and he was getting close to Maddie. So, like, they yeah. meant more to him. This, whereas this is like this weird tangential person. Yeah, I just, I just don't get it. Like, I feel like if you wanted to give him like a story where he had to try and go and find himself, it just it feels like a really weird way of doing it. Especially since he didn't actually get that far from Twin Peaks. This is meant to be like what a few miles outside of Twin Peaks, like a town, a couple of towns over. Well, Donna gets up pretty quick, don't she? Yeah. So, I don't know what the point was. No, no clue. Hopefully it's done. Right, let's move on. Uh, so, so Audrey, you know, brings in Jerry, trying to help her father. Her father's still thinking he's in the Civil War. Uh, Jacoby's really enjoying himself. He's like, oh, this is fascinating. This is, he's, he, he's just like, oh, just let him carry on. He's doing all this wacky stuff. And uh, this plot's not done a whole lot for me, to be honest. I'm, it's another one where I'm not sure I see what the point of it is. I don't know if there is a point, really. Uh, it kind of feels like so Lynch wrapped up the the plot it was there to wrap up for the most part yeah. uh, when when he finished this part of it and it feels like they just didn't know what to do with Ben afterwards. Mm, pretty much. And they pretty try and they, they try and justify it in this with uh, Jacoby saying, "Oh, this is him. He, he needs to right his own wrongs," or so he has to change history. So he's having the South win the war, and that's going to be him overcoming yeah, that, his. That's right in wrongs, isn't it? <sighs> It's a weird mate. I don't know. I, yeah. <laughs> again, it's not really making a whole lot of sense to me. And similarly, I think Audrey's also suffering from that we don't know what to do with her because the planned plot for her didn't go through. It feels yeah. like she's now in this plot, and it just and it was it was a nice for a little bit, you know, where she was sneaking around getting mm. the stuff for Cooper. It's like oh, okay, I like what they're doing here, but then that seems to be gone now. Yeah, this episode, it just felt like she was she she's now back to wanting power. <laughs> Yeah, it feels like she hasn't actually had the arc that she has. It's kind of like she's regressed. Yeah, it feels like she's regressed. It feels like she went through this development, which was great. We liked that development, and it felt like she'd yeah. grown as a person. And in this episode, it just feels like she's back to her old self, and for no reason. I, I really hope they actually show me something that, that again, this was a, an ulterior motive on her part. It was a show for some reason, but just, just so that that arc isn't negated. Yeah. I, I don't know how they're going to... I mean, I can only assume that once uh, we get to the new season that it'll, like... One way or the other, like, this it'll won't be that important. things up a little bit, yeah. yeah. Even, even if it's just a case of kind of ignoring a couple of these things <laughs> that were in this section. Yeah, even if it's just a case of, oh, hey, it was 30 years, she grew up. <laughs> yeah, like, she got over it. So, yeah. Uh, so that, that that's the spin. And again, it was one scene, really, with him. Uh, yeah. Again, we had one scene as well with uh, Catherine, and she shows Pete that uh, her husband's still alive. And uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was basically it. I kind of enjoyed the scene in and of itself, just for Pete's reactions, because he was he was so flabbergasted the whole time, and he's kind of amusing to watch. But that was again, that was kind of the the, the whole yeah. thing was just him finding out. And then they tell us about, like, oh, Jocelyn was in on it. Yeah, Probably. she worked for this guy uh, who he used to do business with, and then they fell out, and that's what that's who he believed was trying to... And then we see him with his assistant uh, check into the hotel. He's in town. Yeah. 
that this 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 businessman, and it's played by an actor. I don't know the actor's name, but he uh, he was in the Supergirl movie and he was in the second Ninja Turtles movie. Uh, he's a face that I've seen a lot. He's been in a lot of things, especially that around that time period. He was in a lot of stuff, eighties mm. and nineties. Uh, but I, I knew his face. Uh, I, I think they almost try and sell you that like it's actually a woman, despite it being a, a man's name. But then the camera goes over to this mysterious man looking into the fire. So it's, it's clearly his assistant that's getting the yeah getting the room. But, yeah, clearly. Uh, but again, it was a plot where we got one scene, and it was like. Okay, I guess it's kind of advancement because we have this nemesis coming in, but it's a nemesis just for this plot. It doesn't feel related to anything else. And the yeah, again, the like I say, it's it's advancement, but it's such a small little bit that we're getting. It's it's really drip feeding us. Hmm. Uh, likewise, we get, this is a plot we didn't even need to go back to, but we we get a scene with the the Black Widow, the the woman who married the the journalist, and now the mayor comes to shoot her at the at the, the police station, and. Yeah. I get, this was really funny last last episode we had this where all the men were all like like just in awe of her and they couldn't work, yeah. function properly and they kind of do this again and it's whatever she's going to go bowling with Jacoby and then the mayor shows up with a shotgun and Cooper and Truman are like look just go and talk first go and talk you can always shoot her later go talk. here's the thing though they put, they put them in the, the, the room they don't take his gun away yeah I was thinking this it was like yeah, go talk, but we'll leave you in this room alone. Just, you know, just just talk, okay? I, I was fine them leaving in the room alone, but you take the gun off of him. Make sure it is just a debate. Because he's old enough that it's not like he could physically really hurt her. Like, she, yeah, she'd kick the yeah. crap out of him if he tried anything without a gun. <laughs> he that, needs that the gun. Fair. He needs the gun. He's a frail old man. Uh, and I like that it went to an ad break. Uh, well, they said, okay, we'll wait outside, and they'll just stand in there waiting. Like, the, all, yeah. all the deputies and Jacoby and Cher, all, all of them are just standing there waiting. Cuts down ad break, comes back, and then they go in, and he kind of seen where the joke was going, which is maybe why this whole thing fell flat for him. He's like, I, I know what's going to be going on when they, they open the door. Yeah, they, they, they overplayed their hand last episode with it, yeah. which, while it was funny then, it's like, okay, we're done. We're done with this now. Yeah, it, just, it felt kind of redundant, which is a shame, but... Uh, so again, we got that one scene. We got one scene with Ed and Norma. No, no, it's a trend here. All these plots, but just the one scene. I think that that sums up these last few episodes where they've been very scattershot with one scene of each thing where we could really just cut out some of these plots from each episode. Give me two or three scenes, you know, from three well, plots. I think the, I think it's, that's part of the problem. I think the other part of the problem is it's, some of the early episodes did do this as well. But it worked out okay because there was usually one A plot that had multiple scenes and then you'd have a, a few of the other things, right? But all the plots were a lot more entertaining. like Well, that too, but they did eventually, they, they started focusing in and then when we did get more scattershot again, we've it's we've pointed it out and felt, you know, it feels a bit too scattershot, even before this section. Yeah, but not always though. Sometimes it still worked. And, some it and, and part of the reason why it worked is because, and I think we said this a lot when we started the show, about how Lynch can do these weird, quirky things, but he rides that line where it's yeah. still, it, it's doesn't, it doesn't get frustrating, it, it doesn't stop being entertaining. He, he He's very good at uh, walking that tightrope. And we said that a lot at the start of the show. We talked about how he can do yeah. these weird things, and anyone else tries it, it kind of feels off. And that's kind of what some of these plots feel like. Uh, yeah. The stuff with Nadine being having the super strength, when that was kind of starting with when it was still sort of the previous era of the show, it was kind of amusing, and it was like, oh, this is kind of wacky. And now it's kind of like, I don't know what the point of this is now. It, it's it's like, where are you going with this? It's It's for a lot of these plots at the minute, where it's like, okay, you're showing me these things, but... 
what what's the purpose what's the end game with any of this uh, I don't think there's there is just, one. There's, and that's the problem. There's just too many of those plots where I'm going, right, what's the point of this at all? Where even before, sure, you had a couple like that, but mostly there was a there was a point, at least from a, even if it was just a character perspective. Yeah. Whereas this doesn't really seem to have that. Yeah, which is why it's a clear difference, even from... Because that's what I'm saying, the scattershot thing can still work, and it has worked in the past. Yeah. But there's a lot of other problems with these, these plot lines that are all getting one scene per episode. Uh, and typically be- as well because I feel like in the past okay, you'd have a scattershot episode but then one of those plots would get a bit more focus for an episode later well uh, yeah that's so what I mean it feels like this has been like four in a row now where it's been very scattershot and there just hasn't been a focus enough and basically the, all, uh, the scene we were talking about though with uh, Ed and Norma it was basically just oh yeah Hank's in the hospital uh, he might go back to prison because he's he's violated parole uh, we, could, we could probably be a couple and he's like let's get a cabin and some steaks and <laughs> stuff and she's like yeah but people will know and he's like yeah it's like alright okay right so I mean the advancement's fine they're, they're willing to alright we've been hiding this long enough but maybe we can finally put the pieces in motion that we can actually be a, a public couple and have what we want and be happy okay fine uh, another well, actually technically this was two scenes because there was a little bit of setup for it but we had the uh and this is where I worry that a lot of these other plots don't have like a proper endgame because it seems that this evil child plot, which we were enjoying for the most part... It's uh, kind of just fizzled out, didn't it? It feels like it's just came to an end. And yeah. it's a very uninteresting end that's not really accomplished much for me. Yeah, and the first scene in this, I, I realized, you know, you had Andy pulling off the glove and it going over, over to Lucy. Mm-hmm. And, and she was like... And then, then she hears what's going on and... And she's like, yeah, you think this is true. Neither of you are fit to raise a child at all. And my, my favourite line of that whole thing was, Andy says, oh, we think he killed his parents. She's like, but he's nine. Yeah. And we think he was six at the time of the crime. <laughs> that was yeah. a good line. I like that scene. Uh, that scene was good. And then I actually even like parts of the later scene where like the doctor like, sits them down and there's like, giving them into trouble for being idiots. Like, the start of it, I was kind of amused by, but then he tells the story, and it's like, alright, so this is just, like, what it is, and th- there wasn't any foul play. Yeah. So, okay. Unless it turns out it's all a cover-up and there was foul play after all, in which case... Maybe. I'll be okay with it then. But I if this is the end, then... Yeah, I kind of feel this is the end of this plot. and I do as well. And is... un- unlike the Evelyn one, I'm kind of thinking... I was kind of enjoying this one, though. I kind of wish this got more interesting, but instead it feels like it's just kind of ended. Yeah, they were like, oh, okay, time's up with that one. Let's, of course. Let's but here's, here's the other thing, though, is if both the Evelyn plot and this one actually continue past this, then I'm going to go, all right, now they're being drawn out after what felt like the ending. Yeah. And that's yeah. also a problem. So It but is. Uh, it's They can't win, basically. We are getting close, though, to when it's supposed to be getting better. Oh, good. We're getting very close to that. So 16 or 17 is the first one that's in the, the better zone. So we're this very was, close. This was 14? 14, this was. Right. So we got one or two more rough. Okay, we, we, we can do this. And then we're, we're back to... Not safe. Com- not complete gravy train, but... Safety. Safety. Some safety. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was a very sly little held back hiccup you got in there just before that, that sentence. Uh, I thought you didn't notice. No, I noticed. I noticed them all. Uh, 
Still, That's what I'd, I'd probably go. I'd probably go insane. I'd be. I'd be more insane than <laughs> uh, Wyndham Earl if I noticed all your hiccups. That, that is true. Drive a man to man, the Sodywood. Oh dear. <laughs> well, is there anything else in this episode? No, I. I think I covered all of them. I think so. It's, it's, it's actually... again. We said this last time, but when they when they're all this unconnected and just disparate plots, it's really hard to to remember them all. It, it's it's really. Because one of the things is, is when we review shows, I I very rarely feel the need to ever take any notes because the plots it's actually very easy to remember these things when they all flow together. Like you, A goes to B goes to C goes to D, and the natural progression makes things quite comfortable in my mind. I'm quite happy with that, and I also feel really uncomfortable like looking at notes when I'm having to try to have a conversation. I feel like it stilts things. It also stilts my watching of it. Try to take notes, so I don't like doing it. Yeah. But the only time I've ever encountered a problem is a couple of these Twin Peaks episodes where it's this scatter shot and nothing well, you feel feels like connected. Maybe I should jot down just which plots are involved, just as a reminder to, to yeah, make sure I'd, you tick all the boxes. It's just so many, so many. And the biggest problem is, though, is that they're not really that entertaining, and I'm not really getting a whole lot of all of these little ones. The main Wondermill stuff, I'm kind of liking. The Leo stuff that did connect to that, I kind of enjoyed for what it was. Yeah. Uh, but all the other ones were kind of just, eh. Which is kind of most of the episode. <laughs> sure. I mean, but... I mean, technically, like you say, those ones at the start, they were the main plots because they were the start and the end. But yeah, most of the actual running time of the episode was oh, all no, the other sure. stuff. But at least it started and ended strong. That's true. I mean, they always say you, you, you don't need a good middle for a story because you, you, you think of the start because that's where you begin, obviously, and then you remember the end because it's the last thing you saw. The middle can be just whatever, and, you, you know, a lot of people won't care. I care, I that's what but... We, we care because we're talking about it and you know, picking it apart, but as a general rule, a lot of people uh, get a bit fuzzy on the middle. All right, well, hopefully we're back to good stuff soon. So that is this. that has been episode 14 of season two of Twin Peaks. Let us know what you think of this one in the comments, like and subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on Twitter at mail underscore fuzz for channel updates. Individual Twitters are on the screen. That's us, guys. Have a damn fine cup of coffee. We'll see you next time.